Welcome to the Money, Mindset, and Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Marley Rose Ferris, and I'm here to talk to you about all things entrepreneurial, personal growth, and self-development with a little side of spiritual woo-woo. I have successfully turned my side hustle into a multiple six-figure business while traveling the world and living a life I've only dreamed of. I hope by listening to this show inspires you to do the same and start manifesting everything on your vision board. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, angels. Welcome back to another episode of the Money Mindset Manifestation Podcast. I'm so happy you're here. You are listening to a manifestation come to life. (laughs) Getting Reese on the podcast has been a huge manifestation for me. And just being able to connect with her and chat with her, it was so much fun. So for those of you who don't know Reese yet and aren't aware of Yes Apply, I'm so excited for you to listen to this episode because... It was the course that I took when I first started coaching and I was wanting to get to the root cause of my clients' limiting beliefs and things that were holding them back from preventing them from showing up in their business fully and creating this dream life. So I took Yes Apply and then was just completely expanded by Reese. She's a huge expander for me. She's even on my vision board. So for those of you who say that vision boards don't work, here's an example (laughs) of it actually working. So we go everywhere in this episode, and I almost feel like it was the episode that I needed to hear as well. I stepped away from this episode and was so lit up, so inspired, and I know that I'm going to re-listen to this, make notes. I was just too enthralled in the episode to even, like, step away to take a note, and I really hope you guys like it. Once listening to this, and for my coaches who are wanting to potentially enroll in Yes Supply or check it out, we have a commission and affiliate code for you guys in the show notes, so definitely check those out, and I'm in the process of getting a coupon code, so whenever I get that, it will be in the show notes below, so you can check that out, join Yes Supply, and check it out, so I can't wait for you guys. And for anyone who's, you know, wanting to grow, scale, and really build their coaching business, we have a lot of coaches that come from Yes Supply and they're like, okay, we have the tools, I have everything that I want to create, but how do I build this into a business? What's the blueprint? How do I start getting clients? You're definitely going to want to check out Freedom Club. It's my 12-week business accelerator really giving you the blueprint on how to hit your first $10,000 a month in business, how to get clients, and how to create an aligned intuitive business that really feels good. So you can check all that out in the show notes below. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. I'm so excited. I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I do, and I love you guys so much. Enjoy! Welcome to the show, Reese. We're so happy to have you here. My whole community knows it's a huge manifestation for me, so Uh thank you. So to start off this conversation, I would love for you to tell listeners more about your story. I've listened to it to a few times, and I just find it so inspiring. So how did Yes Supply come to be, the beginning journey for you? You know, where did it all start? Yeah, so my Yes Supply journey started... I feel like I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about me just so you know why Yes Supply was so important. So growing up, I always felt very different from everyone around me growing up in like a single parent home and kind of being like, how come everyone else has a perfect family and, and I don't and that type of thing. And then when I was about 10 years old, my mom got into a relationship, which ended up being a really abusive relationship. So just living in a very dysfunctional household for the next six
six years of my life. And, you know, there's a lot of talk about trauma and, and that type of thing right now. That just like wasn't something that was talked about or that I was aware of in that situation. So I remember having thoughts like, I don't know what love is, but like, I don't feel like this is it. And like going to school and just kind of acting like nothing was happening because I just didn't know, you know, what I was even going through and how to share that. And there was a lot of shame and embarrassment around that. And so even after my mom left that relationship, I just dealt with a lot of like anxiety and self-loathing and negativity and just ended up working in a string of jobs I didn't like, never feeling like I was valuable, never feeling like I was worthy. And I remember when I was working at one particular retail job, I was surrounded by a lot of like creative people. And I've always been someone who I can see the potential in other people. So I'd have friends who'd say things like, I really want to be an artist, but I can never do that. I really want to do this, but I can never do that. And I'd look at them and be like, what are you talking about? Like, you're so good at this. You're so good at that. Like, of course you can do it. You're just saying no to yourself. And then I realized like how many of us have something powerful within ourselves And then we just tell ourselves no. It's not that the world is telling us no. We're saying no to ourselves. We're not even trying. And so I just had that thought like, well, I'm saying no to myself in a lot of ways too. Like what would happen if I just said yes to myself? And, you know, I changed my morning ritual. I used to be someone who I'd wake up and kind of be like, I hate my clothes. I hate this. I hate that. And I started saying, what if I was just nice to myself? What if I focused on what I wanted to create rather than jealousy of what other people were creating or other people had? And so that started to shift my mindset and I came up with the idea for Yes Supply and it actually started as a blog because I had no idea what coaching was or anything like that. It started off as a blog where I was interviewing people who had found their passion and turned it into a business. And through doing that, I started to learn more about growth mindset and that there's a lot of science behind changing your mindset. Through previous experiences too, I always wish that there was mentors that didn't exist. So I'm like, I'm going to create something where the mentors that I always wish I had existed. And then I discovered coaching. As I was coaching, I felt like I was hitting this plateau because I was telling people what I had done to change my mindset or to start to grow my online platform, which a lot of people are asking me about. And I felt like, okay, I can tell them and kind of cheer them on. But for some people, I feel like I'm hitting a brick wall, even if I'm like writing out like a whole post for them, you know? And so I was like, I think there's something missing to this coaching thing. That's when I discovered more about the subconscious mind. I got certified in NLP and hypnosis and emotional freedom techniques. And once I had these tools to really help my clients access their subconscious mind and their energy, that's when I saw the huge shift in my coaching because it went from trying to like pull people to success or push them to working with them so that they became empowered from the inside out. And I no longer had to pull them because they discovered their inner magic. And the coaching actually became easier because instead of me pulling them, like, what are you going to do today? Did you get your homework done? They would come to me and be like, oh my God, I had this amazing download and I want to launch this and I want to do this and it's going to look like this. And they had this vision and they had this self-belief. And that made me realize it's not about the script and the template and you know, let me write out a post for you or whatever it is. It's actually all about you being empowered from the inside out, you knowing you're already a powerful being, you taking away the programming that told you, 
you know, you don't make money being creative or, you know, you're not this and you're not that taking away all the programming and just being who you truly are. And then that's when the ideas come, the manifestations come, the clients come, whatever it is. So I, you know, I had so many people asking me about these techniques and even though I loved what I learned, I wanted to build upon it. And so that's why I launched my own certification, the Yes Supply Method, and infused my manifestation method, more trauma-sensitive practices, more DEI-informed practices, and more science into the techniques that I learned that I loved. Wow. So many things I want to touch on, (laughs) but this is so similar to my story as being a coach. And then ironically, well, not ironically, that's why I joined Yes Supply. Because as a business coach, I was working with my clients. And like you said, no matter how much strategy we put in, if we don't heal the inner world, it's not going to reflect on the outer world, right? And so I was just getting so frustrated. And I was like, wait, we need to heal the subconscious mind. How do we heal the subconscious mind? And like, okay, joining Yes Supply. And then did you have this experience as well when you started learning about the subconscious mind? I was so mad. I was like, why am I not taught this in school? How, like, why am I just discovering this? I think I was maybe like, I don't know, maybe like 26 or 27 at the time. Like, I wish this was like the manual when you entered earth of like, okay, here's your brain. This is how to use it. It's like, it's like getting this like beautiful car and then not knowing how to use it. You're like with our brain. So were you also like, how is this not taught? And and so fascinating with how how well it works because it's it's your brain, right? Yeah, I felt like it was a crime. I was like, this is a crime that crime. This yeah, <laughs> crime, a crime. <laughs> no well, other way thank, to put it. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thankful for you that you've actually you know now made this like a jo- like a certification so we can all use it. Mm-hmm. And um, so your journey is very inspiring. And for a lot of listeners, we have a lot of listeners who are either have started a business or desire to start a business. And I always teach that the best way to start a business is from a passion yeah. because, you know, we can all start a business doing something and making money. But, you know, as you know, starting a business is like a spiritual experience. Mm-hmm. And if the passion isn't there, you know, I find the motivation can run out sooner. Right. So in your story and in your journey, you know, finding out what that passion was, was it kind of an accumulation of a few different things? Or was this one moment where I was like, this is my passion, like tips for others on how to cultivate what their passion is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a c- accumulation of a bunch of different things that I went through in my life and then feeling like if I could create a platform like Yes Supply, that would solve it. So one thing is when I was about, I think, 18 or 19, I actually started a styling business. I was really passionate mm-hmm. about fashion and fashion styling and everything like that. And it was a lot tougher to start an online business back then. Like there was this thing called Dreamweaver and I had to like learn. Yes. Have you heard of that? It's I websites, to, right? Yeah. Yeah. I had to like yeah. learn all this code and I had no freaking clue what I was doing. And searching online was like, not like it is today. And I just like clicked the same thing 50 times and the 51st time it was on the web. It was on the internet. I was like, okay, like something worked. Uh, And so yeah, like persistence was definitely key. But anyway, 
Long story short, I had like different mentors as I was going through that and interned with different people. And I, and I love everyone who supported me, but I remember you'd have to essentially build a portfolio and do a lot of creatives, which is like free work to build your portfolio. Mm -hmm. And I remember asking some of my mentors back then, like, how did you get through this period of doing all the free work until you made your name known so that you started to get more paid work? And I did get some paid work here and there. Like, I remember one of my first jobs was like $600 in a day. And I was like, that's a billion dollars. Like I didn't even know it's possible to make $600 in a day. But the free, like there was paid stuff, but then the free stuff, what would happen is sometimes, like I remember one time a pair of Mew Mew sparkly slippers went missing, or I was trying to return a Gucci scarf and wasn't able to. And so it was like, I'd make money, but then something would happen where- I would lose it or whatever. So anyway, I was asking mentors, like, how did you get through this like tricky, like free work period? And they were all like, oh, like my dad paid my rent or this and this and that. Like, you know, I I had financial help and I didn't have that. For me, it was like, if things didn't work out, I didn't have a plan B. So that really made me give up on that dream. Now, in hindsight, I'm happy about the way things that the way things played out. But as I was creating Yes Supply, I was like, what if there was mentors that had gone through something like me that I could relate to? And now it's so beautiful. It's kind of full circle because now I'm helping other people become mentors and coaches for, you know, situations that I haven't even been through. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So did I answer your question or did I just go on a tangent? No, it was beautiful. It was perfect. And (laughs) I want to pull out the fact that typically you know, we actually mentor a previous version of ourselves, right? So in your journey, that's exactly what happened. And I want to pull that out for listeners because I always share this, but this is like a textbook example of like creating something that you wish you had at the beginning of your journey, right? And then at that point A, you're able to bring people to point C and you're the point B. So that's such a beautiful example. So, and then I want to pull out another thing, which is like, just do shit that you love (laughs) it's like just do the stuff that you love and that's a great pathway to follow to figure out what that purpose is because it's almost like it's too easy like that thing that I love that could never become a career that was my story I started a business doing website and branding so I'm like how am I supposed to do a business uh talking about manifestation and mindset I'm like no one's gonna pay me for that right like limiting beliefs central in the beginning so this is such a beautiful example that it's just like doing what you love, following that passion, investing in mentors. And if it's not working out, it's for a reason, right? Like that was the universe being like, you were like taking stuff away from you because like we got a bigger purpose for you. Like we need to get you on this pathway and away from this. Yes. I had to go through that and take the learnings and the lessons to get to the next, to get to the thing that I was supposed to do. And then I was able to look back and be like, oh, okay. I can see why all that happened. Exactly. Okay. I love that. That's such a beautiful, this happens all the time. And this is just like such a perfect example of that. So I love that. So yes, supply is like, is truly a worldwide brand now because it's in Australia, it's in the UK and it's so inspiring. So growing up, did you ever have this idea of being this entrepreneur? Was this ever even a thought in your mind or, or were you like, yes, this is what I want to be. I know I'm going to be the successful entrepreneur. What was that like that journey for you? No, when I think back to what my consciousness was as a kid, like I laugh sometimes. I I didn't even realize businesses were run by people. Like when I think back to my consciousness, I remember thinking like you go to school, 
you get a job and then you work at a corporation. Like I didn't even know, like, (laughs) I hope that how I'm saying it, like, it was just like a corporation, just like this big building that you go into. Like, I didn't even know how the world worked. And now becoming a mom, I actually have like a list in my phone of like lessons and things that I want to teach my kids Mm -hmm. because there's so many things that I just was not aware of, of how the world actually works. Like we feel like there's so many different like rules and, and like things that you have to progress through in order to get that. And a lot of the time there's actually shortcuts or there's actually just like you were saying, like feeling into your energy of who you really are and creating it rather than having to like wait in a really long lineup in order to get a certain outcome. So yeah, growing up, no, did not know about this. Although there are some things when I think back that helps me, like for example, my mom probably had every single chicken soup for the soul book that like in publication, like chicken soup for your dog's best friend. Like she had it. So I know that I read a lot of those stories growing up just out of boredom, like because there's no internet to to scroll when I was growing up. I was born in 89. Um, so yeah, I know. So yeah, those books definitely helped me. I used to like draw and scribble a lot too. And so it's funny because like, if you would look at like my math textbook, it was just like all scribbles, but I had that belief that you can't make money from doing anything creative. So it's like, okay, drawing is just something kind of fun to do, but it's never going to be a career. So no, I had like all the backwards programming when it came to entrepreneurship. So was there an expander, a mentor, or like, what was the thing that you're like, okay, wait, I can do this. Like I can do this. What, what was that thing that pivot? What happened? Yeah. Okay. So going from like thinking that my money consciousness was always going to be the same to realizing that I could have more happened probably when I was about 18, when I stumbled across two books, I don't actually know how I stumbled them. They might've been in my grandpa's library. But anyway, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and The Wealthy Barber. I can't even remember what either of the books even talk about really (laughs) that much now. But reading them, it made me aware that like you can be poor or you can be a barber or whatever it is. And with saving or with investing or whatever, you can become rich. So I actually... I used to just spend my money on like food and da, 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 da. And that made me recognize like, oh, I can be smarter with my money and start to save. So I actually bought my first condo at 22. Like I started saving rather than just blowing my money on, on whatever. Bought my first condo at 22. I bought it with my husband at the time, boyfriend, but I had saved so much that I was like so close to being able to buy it for myself. It just, we knew we were going to be together. So we bought together, then bought my next condo a few years later, which we rented them both out for, for many years and made, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars off of that. So that changed my consciousness in terms of, oh, not everything that I'm being sold of just like go to school, get a job is the only way there's other ways. And then in terms of, so when I started Yes Supply, it was literally a blog. I had a thought that making money online, that's like not really possible. Like it must be a scam. And so it started off as a blog. And then the first money I made online, I'm pretty sure, was Amazon affiliate. And I made like $2.63 or something like that. And it was the best $2.63 that I ever made because it proved to me, yes. oh, you can make money from like not really having to do anything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then continued to grow the blog. 
And one thing that had really changed my mindset was my morning rituals. So I actually started offering a subscription where I would write morning ritual emails. Mm -hmm. And I was so scared to launch it. And as soon as I launched it on the very first day, someone signed up from Australia. I thought no one was going to buy. I was like, why am I even doing this? She signed up from Australia. Not only did she sign up, but she wrote an email and she was like, thank you for doing this. Like, I'm sick of my old patterns and da 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 da. And I know that this is going to change my life. And for the first three weeks, I only, I was writing emails for her. <laughs> because was like, I got you, baby. Person. Yeah, that was the only person that signed up. But then eventually, more people signed up and more people signed up and more people were asking me about like different things of like, how did you make your website or how did you get confident in this? So it turned into a membership site. And then somebody this like, you're getting my whole like winding of story. I love it. This is good. Whenever someone asks me, what's your whole windy, windy story? I'm going to be like, just go listen to Marley's podcast (laughs) with me. So someone had interviewed me about my membership site or about Yes Supply or something like that. And they had a Facebook group. And I was like, what is a Facebook group? And then I went inside this Facebook group and there was all these coaches and they're saying, I'm making 10K months and da, 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 da. And I was like, oh, I'm essentially doing what they're doing because I'm writing motivational stuff online and I'm inspiring people. I'm just not making as much money as them. So then I learned more about coaching, launched my own coaching offers. And then like I was sharing with you before, after I was coaching for a bit, realized there's something missing. And that's when I decided to actually get certified. Okay. It's all clicking now. Yeah. When did you start coaching? Like what year? Cause I feel like you were like the OG coach. I quit my job in a, at the end of August, beginning of September. And it was either 2016 or 2017. I think it was 2016 because then I did a retreat in 2017. Wow. Okay. Cause coaching now it's like so common, Totally. but back even, I'm not kidding. Even in 2020 coaching was a bit like new, new. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So cool. So it felt like the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't need a coach, but I'm like coaching everything. I need a coach and everything. Totally. Yeah. So cool. Okay. So Reese, I have a question. So as someone who's growing a business and also coming from a childhood where money felt very scarce. It was not, it didn't feel like an abundant resource. And then realizing, oh, I can actually change my mindset around this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And once money starts to come, it's very, very exciting. But have you heard the upper limit theory by Gay Hendricks? Mm -hmm. Okay. In your journey, did you have any experiences of like, okay, hitting your first six-figure month? Or like, was there any like light bulb, aha, moments of you like cracking through that barrier to like hit your first you know million or hit your like those big quantum leaps in hindsight was there any like tool resource or any like mindset shift that you had to go through to kind of truly like let go of that old identity and step into this new identity which is you know seven figure right like what does that look like how does that feel Mm-hmm. It's it's literally the same process that we teach in the certification and you just apply it to money. So the first thing is you set the goal. So when I first set the goal to have a six-figure month, it was like, that's huge. That's a huge amount of money. How, like, how, how is that ever going to happen? Where are the people going? Like, I had no idea, but I remember mm-hmm. with manifestation, you don't have to know the how. You just set 
your goal on whatever the goal is. So I created the vision of having a six-figure month. And then I had to ask myself, like, who is – so step two of the manifestation method is, like, who is the version of me who easily and effortlessly manifests that goal? So who am I? How do I feel? What do I believe about myself? What stories am I playing in my mind? What do I believe about the world around me? Like, mm-hmm. that had to shift for that to become me. Mm-hmm. Then I asked myself – step so step three of the manifestation method is – Like, what are my daily habits? What are my rituals? What are the things that I do easily? So for me, selling my program or selling the certification, it's just like having a conversation, Mm. you know? Like, it doesn't feel Mm. like, oh my God, I'm going to go sell now. Oh my God, I'm going to go market now. It's like, I believe in this thing that I sell. So I'm just having a conversation with the person that needs it. Then step four is letting go of what is not serving me. So exoneration of your past self. So with that... This is what I do, and I definitely recommend to all your podcast listeners to do. Say what the goal is out loud and then see how it feels. So if you say, my name is Marley, it feels like a truth. If I say, Mm. I live in Canada, it feels like a truth. Mm. If I say, I live in Thailand, that feels like a lie. You can feel how a truth and a lie feel Mm. in your body, right? So what you want to do is you want to say your goal. So you want to say, I make a million dollars a year and or 10 million dollars a year or whatever it is and then you feel into your body and you're you ask yourself what comes up for you so if it feels like a truth you know you've already done the inner work and chances are that manifestation is going to appear really soon but if you say i make a million dollars a year and it feels like a lie now that's an invitation to look inwards and say what's happening inside of me so a lot of the time if you say i make big money goal and you haven't yet reached it, when you feel inside, you're like, oh, I feel a little bit of panic here. Or I feel like if I were to make that much money, that's going to be a lot of responsibility. Or people are going to be jealous of me. Or I'm going to be guilty of having that or whatever it is. And then with all of those different beliefs or thoughts or emotions or whatever it is, I use the tools, like the same tools that you know, Mm. to release it. So maybe if it's guilt, I'll say, okay, what is the root cause of this guilt? Which when disconnected will make it disappear. Use neural energetic encoding, release it, or use single belief change or use EFT. So I use all the tools. It's like, I see what comes up in me and then I'm like, okay, which is, which is the perfect tool for this? And I release it. Perfect. That makes sense. Perfect. And then, yes. step, and then step five is working with the universal law of assumption. So I expect the best mm. case scenario, because I think this is what stands in a lot of people's way. They think, what if I do all this work and then it doesn't work out? And so yes, of course they huge. don't, of course they don't do the work. And then of course, then it can't work out. Right. So you have to say like, I'm going to do this because I have to meet the universe halfway. Like mm-hmm. the universe is going to provide me with the perfect clients or the perfect opportunities or whatever it is, but the universe is not going to write my sales page for me. So what is the part that I play to be a participant in my life? And then the universe can do what's outside of that, right? So one really important thing to know about like how the world works is you never, you never want to overcome someone else's willpower. So you don't want to, you know, like you can't force someone to buy, right? But what you can do is you can be your very best self Mm -hmm. and you can share the best information you can give from your heart and you can truly want to change people's lives and portray how you can change people's lives. And then the right people who choose to be in that energy and and have that shift, they're going to choose for themselves. And that feels like really aligned selling because again, it's not, it's not forcing or anything like that. It's a conversation with the right people. 
Yes. And you know what this connects to is this thing on TikTok that's going viral right now, lucky girl syndrome. And I feel like like you you have probably as well doing this your whole life, which is like just expecting everything to work out. You know, I'm so lucky. I expect that everything works out. And you know what? Even if the thing that you desire doesn't work out, that just means that something better is coming. Like that mindset. And I I totally agree with you with this mindset around selling. Because, you know, as being a business coach, people will come to you and be like, okay, well, my other business coach told me to do this. And it's very like masculine, like, you know, chasing sales tactics but the real like aligned method that works is just like you know attract don't chase so Mm -hmm. I love this method I love the step-by-step too I'm gonna re-listen like make notes and all this so thank you so much for sharing that so I get a lot of questions of like how do you just let it go and trust that it will come it's like it's just exactly what you said like letting go and expecting using the law of assumption that it will come to you and whatever is meant for you will never pass you. So yes to all of that. Yes. And, and, and participating in success in your success too. Yeah, so it's the like co-creation. Trusting, yes. Co- perfect word for it. Co-creation. So it's like trusting, but also trusting to do the live stream. We're also trusting to post the thing because if people don't know that you exist or people don't know that your offer is so great, then, you know, there's no way that they'll be able to buy. Exactly. Okay. So you've mentioned this a few times and I can't wait to ask you, what is your morning ritual? Mm -hmm. So this is something that I need to work on since having two kids because my morning ritual used to be this like beautiful, like 40 minute thing. And so I'll tell you what the perfect morning ritual is right now. What it is, is squeezing in whatever I can. So like this morning I was listening to a Joe Dispenza course. A lot of the time I'm listening to audiobooks because the days of just being able to sit on the couch and read (laughs) are long gone with two kids under two and a half. Tapping is something I'm doing a lot. Like even my, my kid yesterday was like just tapping on his face. Cause he sees me all the time. <laughs> That's so, so cute. So right now it's really like kind of like affirmations. I try to include Isaiah, like my oldest son in it too, because I want him mm. to learn all of this stuff early. So right wow. now it's like affirmations, listening to something positive, taking some time to journal in my like manifest money for good workbook. I bring it. I'm at my office right now. I bring it to my office. So it's like, okay, even if I can't do it first thing in the morning, I can do it before I start working. But it's like, it's all about setting up my energy so I can be in the right energy and the right vibration. So that whatever I do during the day is in that vibration. Because when we're in that vibration, then we can receive like the messages, whatever it is that we need. So my perfect morning ritual, like before all the busyness is I still feel into what I need. Like it's not always exactly the same, but it's visualizing exactly what it is that I want feeling into my body about like, okay, this feels icky. This feels sticky. This feels like it's hard or whatever it is. And then doing the technique that I need for that scripting. So writing out things that I'm grateful for, and then writing out the thing that it is that I want to achieve in that grateful energy. I actually have a YouTube video on it. So it's really, really powerful. Okay, cool. It's really, really powerful to do your gratitude. So it's like, I'm grateful for this microphone. I'm grateful for this interview with Marley. I'm grateful for this smoothie so that you feel in the grateful energy. And then you say the thing that you know is on the way to you. So if you know you want like a yacht, then you say, I'm grateful for this yacht. So you're tying that grateful energy 
into the thing that you're manifesting. So that sends out a really powerful signal. So yeah, visualization, scripting, and then whatever technique I need for whatever it is that I'm feeling doing that. So it's EFT a lot, neural energetic encoding a lot, parts integration a lot. So whatever I need in that moment. I love all of that. Oh, and reading. Reading. Perfect. For the listeners, is there a specific Joe Dispenza meditation that you love? Because I'm reading Supernatural right now and I'm blowing my mind. Another thing that I'm like, I'm pissed that I didn't read this earlier and I'm really getting into his meditation. So is there a specific one that you love and you're always drawn to and back to? Yeah, I'm listening to the progressive course right now. Oh, okay. I've heard that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really good. And a lot of a lot of his stuff layers over what we do, but he just explains it in a different way. So it's just nice to like hear things explained in a different way and his energy is great. So yeah, yeah, I've read all all of his books. I've done some of his meditations. I can't say like one sticks out to my, like I've done like blessing the the energy centers and that type of thing. Mm -hmm. I personally enjoy meditating in silence. Like I'll do a guided meditation Mm. here and there, but personally for me, I like to just like have quiet, but I I like how he blesses the energy center. So what I'll often do is like, even in quiet, just tune into those chakras in my body. Beautiful. I really like Joe Dispenza's because I feel like exactly like what I've learned from you and what I already know about energetic subconscious, he explains it in like a scientific way. Yes. So it's like so cool to understand it from that. Cause like I know it to be true, but I can't like prove it to you necessarily yeah. through science. But he's like, no, here's exactly how that works. And like, here's why this is true. And I'm like, yes. Are you wanting to start, grow, or scale an online business, but you're lacking accountability, you're lacking a blueprint, you're lacking community, and you honestly just don't know what to do next? This is exactly how I felt when I started my online business. I felt alone and I felt very overwhelmed. But over the past four years, I personally have built two online businesses that have generated over seven figures in income. I've put together the exact method and strategies that work so you don't have to stroke anymore and you can get the results faster and quicker. I want to tell you about Freedom Club. It's my 12-week business accelerator that blends mindset and strategy so that you can start seeing success externally and feeling it internally. By enrolling in Freedom Club, you can start to expect that people are going to be reaching out to you saying, oh my gosh, your business is looking so amazing. I'm so impressed with you. You will start to have the financial freedom to spoil your friends, your family, and most importantly, you. If you want to join a supportive, uplifting community and start taking the step in the right direction toward building your business so you can finally be financially free and live life on your own terms, apply in the link in the show notes and we can hop on a call to ensure it's the perfect fit for you and creating the future and life that you dream of. All right, back to the episode. Well, he's such a big inspiration too, because he does these events and people are like hooked up to the EEGs. And that's what we want to do more of at Yes Supply. Like we've already done four of our own research studies on the techniques that we teach. Really? So yeah, with Aubrey, we, she actually did a science Q&A this morning that you can still come to as so a graduate. So cool. Yeah. So we're doing our own science and research. So we did one on EFT and breath work and how that shifts your heart rate variability. So if you have a higher heart rate variability, what that means is you can go back into like a calm neutral state much higher or much faster. I mean, so, and, and you want that because like life is going to come at you, like news is going to come at you. Notifications are going to come at you. But if you can get back into a calm state, that means you can take on whatever 
comes at you. So in her study, she found that with this mixture of EFT and breath work, I believe it was 17% higher heart rate variability, which means like the person has 17% higher like way of getting back into that calm meditative state. We did another one on proving how when you integrate a belief, it makes you perform better. So we had the participants do a test and then she found the grade. And then we used the swish technique to help them integrate the belief or install the belief. I am really good at doing the test. And then she changed up the test and they did a test and they scored. Oh, so that one was actually, they scored 17% higher. And the previous study that I just told you about was actually 14% higher heart rate variability. I just want to correct that. By integrating the belief, I'm going to do good at this. They scored 17% higher on the test. Wow. Right. It's so cool. So So I want to do more research on like the science behind manifestation. So we've done three or four so far. The next one that we're working on is because so many of our coaches work online, we're going to be studying the coherence. So if I'm a coach and I'm in a confident state, how does just my energy that I'm in actually positively support my client who's like on the other side of the world on Zoom? Wow. So yeah, that's going to be the next one. I'm really excited for it. I can't wait for that. Yeah. I when I first started working with my healer, she actually I was a little bit nervous because I it was like in the it was like at the beginning of COVID. And I was like, am I able to do therapy like healing on Zoom? And she's like, actually, she said that the further away you are, the more impactful the healing. What? That's amazing. I know. I don't know. So hopefully you'll probably find that in your study. So I that's so cool. This is an energetic healer. Yeah. Have you heard of SRT therapy? No. Spiritual response therapy. It's insane. Yeah, it's so cool. So she, I mean, her healings. I mean, I did it when I was living in Bali, and now I do it when I now that I'm in Toronto. But and I haven't been like, whoa, they were so better in Bali. I think they're great all the time. But that's what she said, and that's always stuck with me. And I was like, how how does that work? But you'll let us know. Interesting. (laughs) Um, And when you say like getting back to that heart variability, would you say that's kind of going back into like rest and digest from fight or flight? Or is that just truly just like getting your, just like the beat per second of your heart? Yeah. Your heart rate variability. I feel like Aubrey would explain it better than me, but your heart rate variability, I guess to explain it in terms of the technique, it's like getting your heart rate back into coherence. Right. So if you're, if there's like a bunch of stuff going on, like if we feel like there's a threat, then our brain waves are out of sync and our heart rate is out of sync. And so heart rate variability means that it's able to get back into sync. So it's back into that like cohesive, uh, cohesive. Yeah. Like your listeners can't see what I'm doing with my finger. (laughs) It's a wave. Yeah. It's a wave. wave. Yeah. Exactly. A nice smooth (laughs) wave instead of like a jagged wave. Okay, cool. Okay, that's yeah. so fascinating. I can't wait to follow that more. Yeah. Okay, so a little bit popping back to the business, because this is just so inspiring for me and so many of our listeners. Was there a point in your life, you know, like with Yes Supply, where like, holy shit, it is popping off? Like, was there a mindset or like a tool or a tactic that you, after you healed this, like for example, when I started implementing nightly hypnosis, I saw a huge 
change in my business, like quantum leap. And even chanting to Lakshmi, I talk about a lot as well for money. Was there any like tool or thing or like just like realize like aha and then like things started popping off, like the catalyst for Yes Supply? Mm. Like what was that? Hmm. It's hard to say because I use all of the techniques like together. <laughs> yes. It's hard to say if there was one technique or another because I'm I'm using it all, but I do know that like EFT is such a great tool to use to see miracles. Like it's like I'll do an EFT, you know, like it's just, I guess just an energetic thing. I don't know. It's just like you do an EFT and then something happens and it feels like the EFT was trying to tell you like this shit works. You know what I mean? Yeah. But with all of it, it's so powerful because like, I believe that our subconscious mind is our doorway to the infinite or the quantum or whatever it is that you want to call it. So when that change that you want to see in your life is locked into your subconscious you're opening up the doorway to see it like really in your life. Right. Mm. So yeah, I can't say that it's one specific technique, but what I will say is, okay, this is, so you use all the techniques in the way that it works for you. So like I said before, Mm -hmm. I'll do a body scan and I'll see like, Ooh, this feels funky. This feels like a dense energy. This feels like anxiousness. This feels like panic, panicness. I release it. And when I can get to the point where I can say it and it feels like a truth, that's how I know it's manifesting. It's like to the point where you've been visualizing like a certain amount in your bank account and you look at your bank account and then you're like, that's weird. It should actually be this because you believe in what you've been manifesting and then boom, it pops up. So I wouldn't say I love the techniques and the techniques are a powerful way to get there, but I wouldn't say it's about the technique. I would say it's about when the feeling and the belief is so real of this is your reality, even before you see it in the outside world. It's like, if I you got chills. Yeah. I think that that's what it is. And because that's what it is. There is so many great techniques to access and for different people, they might want different things, right? Like some people like EFT, some people like hypnosis, whatever it is. But it's like, if I'm visualizing every single day that I live in Hawaii, right. And then I'm doing the techniques. Like I, I truly live in Hawaii. There's going to be days where I open my eyes and I look outside and I'm like, that's weird. There's still snow outside because the belief is indented. It's, it's only a matter of time before I live in Hawaii. Is that happening? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> no. Although, although when the kids are a bit bigger, I could see myself either living somewhere warm or living somewhere half the year that's warm, which I'll have to figure out schooling for that. Maybe it'll be homeschooling or something like that, but. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. The house, the house, none of your business. It will all work out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. So again, did you ever have an experience in your business where you're like, I'm just going to give up. It's not working or you're not seeing that outcome that you want to see and feeling really frustrating and just questioning, is this what I meant to do? Because I hear from that a lot with entrepreneurs of like, it's not, it's not working out. I'm just going to give up. Was that ever like a thought for you? I'm trying to think like, I feel like I believe in the technique so much. Mm. Like there's times where I'm like, okay, I need to figure something out. But Mm. I believe in the technique so much. And I believe in this work so much that I feel like there's always going to be a way. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's like there can be days where some, I think this is why, like what you were saying before, it's really important to find your why. And it's really important to find like what your unique creative thing is because I think that's what's kept me going since 2016 or or whenever it was, because it's like, even if I have a hard day, it's not about me. Tell me more about that. My business isn't about me. Like 
telling or showing people how to say yes to themselves isn't about me, right? It's not about me. It's about the message, Mm. right? So even if I have a hard day, even if it's like, okay, I didn't launch and it's not looking how I want it to or whatever it is, it's not about me. It's about the message that I'm sharing. So like, I believe, I believe in the message. So no matter what, it's successful because it's the message. It's not. Exactly. And also too, like this goes back to willpower, right? So I feel like a, a way where people drain a lot of their energy is because they're trying to force an outcome right? They're trying to yeah. say like, I, I need 40 people in this launch. And if I don't get in this program, and if I don't get 40 people in this program, I'm a failure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That has nothing to do with anything. First off, you cannot force 40 people to be in the launch. Like what, like you're going to go knock on, on people's doors and grab them by the arm. So you have to be in my program. No, it has to be the right people. Like for, for me, yes, supply is like a, it's like a spiritual thing, you know, like it's about the message. So it's like, I show up to my highest extent. I educate the best way I can educate. I share what I truly believe about the program. I've seen it help so many people from their money to healing traumas to so many different things. So I'll show up and share how powerful I I think it is and the right people are going to join. And maybe it's 40 or maybe it's four. If it's four, then that's insight to me to, okay, I'm going to work with these four people And I'm going to learn from them and I'm going to make this program even better and help them get such great testimonials and great results that when they share their testimonials and how great it is, next time it'll be 40. So there's no such thing as a failed launch because you can learn from every launch. And you don't want to make how many people sign up about you because it's really about the transformation. Right? I like if, love this so much. Keep right. Going, keep going. Like if we like, like it's, it's not about like friends. Like if you want people to like you or whatever, then that's what your family is about. That's what your friendships are about. But the transformation that you create in your business is about the transformation. And when somebody gives you money, they should not be giving you money to be your friend. That's just a bridge to toxicity. Yeah, They should be giving you money because they want to be coached by you. They want to learn something that you know. They want a certain transformation. And when you can do that, then you can separate it and say, this is not about me being worthy because you're worthy and you're good enough and you're lovable and you're a great person no matter what. But it could be... Maybe I need to work on my coaching skills more. Maybe I need to reach more people with my marketing. Maybe there's a part of me that's hiding and not telling my full story. Maybe I need to tell more of my story. Maybe there's a part of me that's copying the messaging that everyone else is doing when really I'm supposed to be who I am. Could be a number of different things. But it's not the failure of a launch is not the failure of the person who's running the launch. Yes. I'm so happy we talked about this because this has been coming up a lot, even in my life and also, you know, discussing a lot with clients. So this really comes back to like the art of detachment and neutrality. Mm -hmm. So for someone who's like, you know, in that instance of, okay, I have a launch and they have this big goal, right? Because of course you won't be listening to this podcast. This podcast is about having big goals, big dreams. Like this is why we're here. So how do you set that goal and completely detach from it? How have you mastered that? How do you set the goal and completely detach from it? I think you set the goal 
And then you ask yourself, what would it take? Actually, I just wrote this in my in my notes for something else that I want to teach. What I'm always asking myself, what would it take questions when I'm working towards a certain goal? So let's just say you want to have a $25,000 launch. I do like to get clear on like, what would it look like? But then you want to have an open for a different way that it could look. So if you want to have a $25,000 launch, let's just say your program is $5,000, then that's five. I'm like mathing. That's five (laughs) people, obviously, right? So then you say, what would it take? for this to be a $25,000 launch. Okay. So if I have this program, that's only five people. So that's amazing. Okay. So what would it take for five people to see the value in investing 5,000 of their hard earned dollars? Well, they probably need to know the transformation. They might want to know what tools and techniques I'm sharing with them. They might want to see testimonials from people that I've worked with before or previous times that I've run this program. They might want to know about my story and how I've transformed with these tools or I transformed with this knowledge or whatever it is, they might want to know whatever it is. And so I'll say like, what would it take? I open myself up to the guidance. So do a little meditation or take a little bit of quiet time for any downloads. And then I do my part. Like all you can do is your part. So that's showing up on in, like, if you know, most of your people on Instagram doing that. And it's like, okay, I already wrote this post on Instagram. Might as well just copy and paste it and put it on Facebook. Might as well just copy and paste it and put it on TikTok. Like I have that, right? So, so you're doing that. There's also the law of cause and effect in the universe. So it, it shows that the energy that you put out, you get back. We can't control how it comes back. We can put it out. So when we're showing up and we're educating, we're giving value and we're inspired, we're putting out that good energy. We're essentially filling up our energetic bank account. And so when we open to receive, when we do an offer and we're saying, okay, now it's your chance to pay me. Now it's your chance to work with me. We're essentially doing a withdrawal from that energetic bank account. We're transferring the energy from ideas and education to money. We're receiving that energy back in money. So what like I'll find sometimes or what my clients have found sometimes is like they'll plan a launch and they'll say, okay, I want to do $25,000. So that's five people. And then they'll find, okay, maybe three people signed up for the group launch, but then somebody reached out and actually wants to do one-on-one and it's 10,000. You know what I mean? So it's like you, you show up, you ask, what would it take? You do your part, you do it for the highest good of all. And it might show up in different ways and it might show up in a different timeline. Maybe this launch didn't go how you thought it was, but then the next launch is huge. And that's why too, your why is so important because Mm -hmm. You know, if you're just doing it for the money or you're just doing it because you're comparing to someone else, if you have one failed launch, you're going to give up. And I don't even like calling it a failed launch because it's a learning opportunity. But if you believe, like, I really believe in this program. I really believe in EFT. I really believe in hypnosis. I really believe more people need to know about the subconscious mind. It's a crime that more people don't know. You're going to do that launch again. And you're going to learn from what was missing before. And it's going to be even easier because you can repurpose a lot of the previous content. And then you're going to be able to do it again. I love that. Thank you so much for that explanation. That just hit so good. (laughs) I have one last question for you. And then we want to talk about Yes Supply and how we can join. I want to hear your best, probably most recent, because I'm sure there's a lot, manifestation story. Most exciting, fun, synchronistic. You know, it's so funny. Like, Right now, there's not really many recent manifestation stories other than just like loving my life as a mom. <laughs> it's like every <laughs> That's time. Manifestation? 
it's two, two, two right now. Every time, you know, they do something new, like start crawling or saying new words or whatever, like it's just so beautiful. So I'm really just like soaking in, like being like a suburban mom. (laughs) Mom life. So yeah, mom life. So actually one kind of funny story is like a couple of months ago, I can't remember what something had come up for me. And I remember saying, universe, I need to know you're listening. I need to know that I have guides or angels or whatever it is that hear me. Give me a sign. I'm not going to choose what the sign is. Just make it so that when I see the sign, I know what it is. And then I was actually going to get this Manifest Money for Good program workbook printed. And I walked into Staples. Do you know about Staples because you're in Canada? And did you know that everyone who works there, their shirts say, this is your sign? No. So I, I haven't been into I haven't been to Staples in years, probably. But yeah, I walk in to get my workbook printed, and everyone's wearing shirts saying "This is your sign." And I was like, "Okay, thank you." Yeah, I see you. Thank you. Got that one. Yeah, thanks for letting me know that there's someone listening. That's so funny. I love that. Everyone's gonna like walk into Staples now. Like, I got my sign. Yeah, I got my sign. Yeah. I asked that the other day as well. I was walking to a workout class, and it was just like you know one of those weeks, and I was like, okay. I know this is all happening for me. Just please show me a sign that you're like listening and you're there and that like you're, this is like intentional. Mm-hmm. And then just, and I was like, again, I'm not going to ask for a thing. I'll just know when I've gotten this sign. Mm-hmm. And then at that moment, a ambulance like flew by. And then, so all the cars like went to the side of the road. And so I was walking and I was like, oh, I looked up and a car like parked right in front of me and the license plate was two, two, two. And oh. I was like, okay that was fast I was like you're freaking listening so I was like I love I just love stories like that so deeply because it's like it just reminds you okay I'm being supported we're all so supported and held Mm -hmm. and thank you for listening and thank you for giving me that sign I love that you know what's funny my parking spot today is 111 where I pulled my car today is 111 I would pull in there every day (laughs) (laughs) well so it's very it's very interesting that actually stood up to me because in my in the parking garage of where my office is, usually the first floor is always packed. Like by the time I get here, there's no more room on the first floor. So it was actually very out of the ordinary that there was a spot on P1. And it was 111. And, and it was 111. So maybe it was like a sign, you know, you're talking to like, Mar- Marley today. Day, <laughs> it's aligned. Yes, exactly. Talking to you. And then I have my money mindset coaching call right after this. So it's like just totally aligned. I love that. Okay. Well, thank you so much for all of your wisdom. I'm feeling so lit up. I'm sure so many people are inspired. We've alluded to Yes Supply a lot. So please, you know, describe to the listeners how can Yes Supply enhance their coaching career? What is it? How can we join? Where can we find it? Where can we follow? Just pimp yourself out. <laughs> I think the first important thing for all the listeners to ask themselves is like, why did I decide to do this? Why did I decide to become a coach? So a lot of us have gone through something and a lot of the time we don't talk about it. We don't share our story because a lot of the time it's rooted in shame or whatever. And I just want you to think about like how powerful would that be if you started to share your story so that A, 
nobody else has to go through that or they have the tools to, you know, overcome it. And they know that they're not alone because you've gone through it too. So even just by sharing your story alone, you're going to help so many people. Like I remember hearing Lisa Nichols story when I was first starting Esquire and there wasn't a lot I of love her. coaches out there. And cause I, w- I would have moments where I'm like, okay, I have a feeling of what I want to do, but like, how, am, how am I going to like, where, where am I even going to start? I remember hearing her story and being like, okay, if she could like have her baby and not even be able to afford to put diapers on her baby. And now she has a multi-million dollar speaking business. I can figure this out too. So anyway, I want everyone to think of their story, think of their why, think of how many people they could impact in a positive way in ways that they don't even know. Mm. And if that feels like, yes, like that is what I want to do, what Yes Supply will do is help you understand the people that you're serving so you can serve them so much more. Because if you know you want to be a coach, you know you want to share your story, you know you want to light up the world, you know you want to teach, why not decide to be the very best at it, right? That's why I decided Mm -hmm. to to get certified because I'm like, I don't want to just do this to do this. If I'm going to do this, I want to dedicate myself to this. I want to be a student of it. I want to continue to learn. I want to be the best at what I can do for the people that I want to help. So I've created Yes Supply to essentially be everything that you need in one place. So it's like you learn about the science, you learn about how to work with people from different backgrounds in a trauma-sensitive way. You learn all the business stuff. So how to create your signature program, your luxury, you know, signature program where you're charging thousands of dollars for your work. And then of course the techniques, which that's like the magic of it. So you're learning EFT to help support people with their energy. Maybe if they're nervous or anxious, you know, they can move through that. And EFT works for literally everything. I've used it for like cramps before. Hypnosis, which helps you actually reprogram the paradigms and programs that are in our subconscious mind. Neural energetic encoding, which helps us release the root cause of any negative emotions or uncomfortable emotions that are coming up for us. And then that's all layered with coaching and my five-step manifestation methods. You can use that five-step method to coach people to success, release what's no longer serving them. And yeah, create the life that they want. And I can attest because I started Yes Supply, like I said, similarly, just like, okay, I'm not, I need to get to the root cause of what's preventing you from showing up and living this dream life. So being able to use those tools with my clients, it's just, it makes everything like just seeing the success, like not being able to show up on Instagram. We do a time technique, boom, release the fear. Now they're like popping off on TikTok, you know? And it's like, that's just me because I'm a business coach, but in every instance, every coach can absolutely benefit from this. So I'm going to leave that all in the show notes below. I have an affiliate code for Yes Supply, so we'll keep that in the show notes and follow along. Where can we find you on social channels? Yes, absolutely. So you can find me at Yes Supply on pretty much all the social I think everywhere. Instagram yeah. <laughs> and TikTok and YouTube and all that stuff at Yes Supply. When's your podcast coming out? This year, I've been putting together so many notes for it. Finally, yeah, it's going to be this year. Okay, I wondered. I was like, "Where's the Yes Supply podcast? We need it." So I'm so excited. I know. Yeah, yeah, it's it's going to happen this year. Finally, (laughs) we're in the middle of a a launch right now, and then we'll start putting putting it all together. Yes. Okay. I personally can't wait for that. Selfishly, so I can't wait. Reese, thank you so much for your time. This was such an amazing episode. I had so much fun. Thank you so much. And I'm going to watch this again, take notes, and I'm sure everyone's going to feel really lit up from this. So just thank you so much for your time. I'm so, so, so grateful. Hey, thank you for having me. Okay, thank you. Hey, hey, hey. 
before you go, would you love a free money hypnosis? You guys, this is what I listen to every single night to rewire my subconscious mind so I can manifest the money that I desire. It is absolutely game-changing if you've heard me talk anything about subconscious mind and anything along the realms of healing your subconscious mind to help align you and attract money into your life. Hypnotherapy is the way. It actually heals and rewires your subconscious mind to make it believe and truly allow it to believe that you deserve the money that you desire. So if you want this free money hypnosis, all you have to do is leave us a review, you know, honest review, how you're feeling about the show, take a screenshot right away and then send it to hello at marleyrose.ca and we will send you this free hypnosis. You guys, it's going to be absolutely game-changing. It's how all my clients have manifested all of their massive goals in their business and in their life. Okay, thanks so much, you guys. I hope it's a great tool for you to use in manifesting all the money that you desire. Lots of love. Mwah!